Have you ever bought sourdough rounds? No. No. I've bought sourdough, but not Did rounds. you buy a round sourdough loaf? I mean, I would call it round. I'd call it more like bulbous. A bit of an oval, if you will. Bulbous? Bulbous also <laughs> ovals, tapered? Ovals are round. But this... Uh, I didn't, it's, I didn't it's say flat. circular. It's flat on the bottom. Oh, then no. I wouldn't... That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. The Seattle Sourdough Company makes the, like, completely... Like a tube loaf. Yeah, I'm glad they're a sponsor this week. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be good for all the all the tubi- Seattle sourdough tubular meats we buy. Speaking of tube loaves, <laughs> we watched a movie this week. <laughs> we should we should start with that maybe. Maybe we've already started. I don't know, have we? <laughs> so I'm back on the tubular meats. You guys, what did we watch this week? <laughs> Wait, are, is that what we start with? Really? <laughs> It, when it, I've only done this 36 weeks now. I'm not sure how to begin. <laughs> when it happens naturally, you got to go with it, right? Okay, yeah. So we watched a movie about a penis. <laughs> it's a lot about a little more than that. Not much. <laughs> Do you have a dick? No, I've never seen one. <laughs> okay. We watched Boogie Nights. <sighs> yes, we did. Boogie Nights, 1997. Okay. Very many Hollywood stars in this movie. Yeah, there are a lot of people in it. And that's common for that director, right? Aren't those people like that he uses over and over again? I mean, he uses a lot of people. Everyone wants to be in his movies. Was that his first film? Um, when did Magnolia come out? I feel like Magnolia came out later. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if it was his first movie or not. We could always find out mm. by the magic of the internet. Was Punch Truck Was Punch Truck Love before that? Oh, I, I hate that think one it probably. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. Now it's a tell. <laughs> that was after. Um, yeah, yeah. I. You know what? I knew what I was rating this movie, so I just listened to the last week's episode and listened to your guys' prediction of this mm-hmm. movie. Uh-huh. You knew I wasn't going to like it. <laughs> well, sure, but it's hard to deny that it's a good movie. Hmm. I'll sure, do my best. I'm sure you're going to find a way. Yeah, what, he'll find a way. What are you guys drinking tonight? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a uh, Pilsner Urquell from Czech Republic. Oh, yeah. I nice. have the Kua Bay India Pale Ale from Kona Brewing that Bill left here last time he was here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you do like to drink those beers when nobody's looking. It's an IP- Are they IPAs? Oh. Yeah, sure. I brought I brought IPAs. <laughs> it probably came in a gift pack. That's why these are left, because you didn't drink any of them. <laughs> yeah, say, that doesn't sound that like me. Are you sense. sure that was me? <laughs> I thought so. I am drinking a growler of the Lewitt Pog Seltzer from Seattle Cider Company. Uh, so I've got some passion orange seltzer, passion orange guava seltzer on tap, and it is... Refreshing and delicious. Uh, cool. Although, you know what I almost got? And I, <laughs> I, I didn't. So maybe we shouldn't talk about it as much. But um, they had at this place that I went to, Urban Family Brewing Company. Yeah. And we, in, yeah, we know where they are. We've all been there. Okay. So <laughs> they have a Mantra Mango Sour Imperial Sour with Citra Hops. Cool. And it's eight percent. Hmm. So I, I almost I almost got that. But I, I'd try that. Ryan, do you think that Bill goes to these places and buys these growlers and goes out to the car? He's like, Oh, they had that one. He's just like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> 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 yes. I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, uh, that's that's from Boogie Nights, Bill. Oh, okay. I must have missed that part. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. I bet you didn't watch much of this movie. We'll talk about how I watched this yeah, movie. Yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Ugh, okay, yeah. Anyway. They also had Soundbites Peach Sangria. Yeah. Is that one good? I don't think I've had that one. I tend okay. to stay away from anything that says Sangria, because I got real sick on Sangria There's, once and it's not puked sang- on a, my daughter. I, yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know if they can... I don't know if... It, if it's got wine in it or not, I don't know if they can do that. Sure. But if they make it taste like it, that's the issue, right? Sure. But maybe they can. I'm not sure. Oh, you know what? I was, that's funny that they made those. I was talking to him about that. Some people put brandy in their sangrias. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, I can't put brandy in it. Like, that's against the law or whatever. But I don't know about the 
wine because it is a, it is like a winery. A cidery is the same right. thing. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway, that's interesting. Just yeah. to talk about more stuff we didn't have. I didn't have <sighs> fun watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise, surprise. Well, before we get into it, what year did it come out? 1997. I think Ryan has some trivia for us. I thought Ryan was doing trivia next week. I think he's doing both. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> All right. I have a trivia Woo! game. I have a trivia game. I'm going to decide who goes first. Price is right rules. Who was president <laughs> in <it> 1997? <laughs> Price is right rules for who goes first. The U.S. population in 1997. Ooh, I defer. U.S. population. I am going to say 283 million people. I'm going to say one person. <laughs> Rick wins. Yes. <laughs> 267 million people. How many? Pretty close, though. 267 million. Okay. You were way off, Bill. All right. I mean, Rick. I was a lot closer <laughs> than one. <laughs> okay. This is trivia. We'll start with sports. Sports. Rick, you're going first for five points each. Name World Series champion, NFL champion, and. Who clinched the Stanley Cup? I say Cump. The Stanley Cup. And the don't tell base- him if he's right or wrong, because then I gotta go. Right. Baseball, football, hockey. Dallas Cowboys. Um, Yankees. Penguins. Okay, if, you, if you can decipher the sports, that would be helpful for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Green Bay Packers. Yankees and Edmonton Oilers. Bill gets five points for the Green Bay Packers. Rick gets zero points. World that Series. Was, ser- that was Brett Favre's Super Bowl. Right. Did the Indians win World the World Series, Series? World Series champions were the Florida Marlins. Okay. And the Stanley Cup champions were the Detroit Wed Rings. Oh, that was going to be my other guess. Oh, the Wed Rings. <laughs> Wed ring. Wed no, ring. My, my wife gave me a wed ring. <laughs> Mowage. Mowage. I watched mm. Space Jam 2 the other week. That's all. <laughs> so I want to tell you guys that. I would have watched cool. it, but I never saw the first one. Oh, we actually did a double feature and watched both of them. Oh, okay. I mean, I've seen the first one, of course, because I was alive when it came out. And right. Michael Jordan's alive when it came out. Yeah, but you're an idiot. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't port that one over. Damn. Hey, hey, guys, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's too long. It's too long for a drop. I just need to cut out the, hey, guys, I'm an idiot. Yeah, that's all we need. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, round two, television shows. Uh, we've got a list of 10 popular TV shows from 1997. Number one is worth 10 points. Number 10 is worth one point. We're going to go four rounds. Rick goes first. Friends. Friends is worth six points. Seinfeld. Seinfeld is worth 10 points. The Simpsons. Is worth zero. Oh, that's stupid. Monday Night Football. Is worth five points. (sighs) Hmm. 60 minutes. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It's worth three points. Um, Final guess of the round. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's almost like we watch TV in these years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Zero points for mad about you. Top 10 TV shows from 1997 and 1998. Seinfeld, ER, Veronica's Closet, Friends, Monday Night Football, Touched by an Angel, 60 Minutes, Union Square, CBS Sunday Movie, and Frasier. I only don't know. I don't know what that Union Square is. I don't know. It was on NBC. Hmm. I've never heard of it either. I I, I was going to say Er, but I forgot. I didn't know the one that came after ER or the Touched by an Angel one. Veronica's Closet? Yeah, I used to like that show. She was a fashion designer. It was a thing. Mm. Was that the Brooke Shields show? Uh, I get confused if it was Brooke Shields or if it was the other one with Kirstie Alley. Okay. 
Because one of them, I know I was familiar with one of them. Yeah. One was called, one was, mm, let's, I want to find out because I used to watch that show, but I don't remember anything about it. They were both like modern remakes of Designing Women. It was, it was um, Kirstie Alley. Okay. She owns, yeah, she owns, it's, Veronica's Closet was like Victoria's Secret. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, keep, let's keep talking about other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of touched by an angel. <laughs> you knew what that was, right? No, I, I I didn't know it was a show. Yeah. I forgot. So that's not the one with Michael whatsoever. No, that, that, that was Highway to, that was highway highway to heaven. heaven. Right. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with that one. And then there was Guardian Angel was the other thing. Touched by an Remember? angel. I don't remember. I just remember someone call it touched by an uncle in something. And I always thought that was one. <laughs> okay, guys, moving to movies. I've got a list what? of 10 can, movies. Can we get a score recap real quick? Sure. I have through two, through two <laughs> rounds. <laughs> it's just become fun. <laughs> Thanks, you, Rick, Bill. for that interruption. <laughs> Okay, so you heard how, <laughs> but it, very minor it was. My misspeech was. It was not as minor in after my after you were done editing it. <laughs> how did I edit it? How did I <laughs> chop all that shit out? We don't know. We're not edit geniuses. You're the wizard behind the computer on the ones the and wizard. the twos. The ones, the beeps and the bloops. The uh, bills, the sweeps and the creeps. Yes. Bill, you have 20 points, and Rick has 9 points. I like it. Round 3, highest grossing films. 1997, I've got a list of 10. Number 1's worth 10, number 10's worth 1. Rick goes first. Boogie Nights. Zero points. Oh, boo. Um, the Phantom Menace. Zero points. That's weird. I thought he was making a sound. (laughs) (laughs) This lightsaber noise. Uh Yes. Um, This that was not 1997. I don't think. But is that was 1990? So I'm I'm gonna go. It's gonna be mad. Okay, I'm gonna say Titanic. That's worth ten points. Okay, I I thought that was 99, but I guess it makes more sense. Hmm. So it's like. Night at the Roxbury on there? No. <laughs> Definitely not. Boogie, <laughs> Zero Boogie Night at the Roxbury? That would be a weird movie. <laughs> that would be a weird movie. You, me, you, me, him. So, 97. Jeez. Jerry Maguire. Not Jerry Maguire. Ugh. Um, the Matrix. Nope. We we'll go one more round. Final round of guesses on movies. Batman and Robin. Nope. Shit. Um, the Beach. No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Two Leo movies the same year. Well, I don't know. The correct or the the list of ten highest grossing films in 1997 is as follows: Titanic at number one, Men in Black number two, uh, Dra- Lost uh, World, Jurassic Park number three. That's weird. Liar, liar, number four, Air Force One number five, as good as it gets. In at six, Goodwill Hunting number seven, Star Wars Special Edition number eight, number nine, My Best Friend's Wedding, and number ten, Tomorrow Never Dies. Hey, interesting story about that. That must have been the year. That's the first time I'd actually seen Star Wars. When they re-released the old ones in the theater? Yep, I went and saw that one. So it must have been the next year that they released the first prequel. Yeah, I think so. Phantom Menace. Yeah, Yeah. that would make sense. Yeah, because that was the second Star Wars movie I saw. Yeah, I don't think I started. I don't think I started watching movies until 1998. Right? Do you think it's weird that the first movie I saw was Star Wars in 1997, and the second one was Phantom Menace in 1998? Those are the first two Star Wars movies I saw in that order. Yeah. No, that tracks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. If my calculations are correct, (laughs) the score is now 19 to 20. It sure is. (laughs) It is. Sure is. Good game, Rick. 
Now, Thanks. moving on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately for Bill, I have one more question, and it's mm. worth two points. Two points. <laughs> yeah. What what band had some band member do some band thing? <laughs> Which body part uh, did David Lee Roth lose? <laughs> in a tra- as the drummer in a tragic bass fishing accident. <laughs> Everyone's got one special gift. <laughs> you're a star. You're a star. I'm really happy that I got Titanic. That was clutch for you. I know, because then this game would have been worth 12 points. Ah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the cost of a 30-second Super, Super Bowl ad <laughs> in 1997. It's worth two points, and it's Price is Right rules. I defer. Rick? I also defer. So this is when it was, this was big time. This is when it was really coming into its own. Brett Favre. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it was a cool $900,000. And Bill? It's a good line, right? I'm pretty good at setting that line. Yeah. 900,000 and one. Yeah. I think it was over a million. Yeah. Bill wins. Yeah. All of trivia. $1.2 million. If I would have said a million, would you have went under or over? That's right about where I thought it was. Prob- I probably still would have gone over a dollar. Yeah, because I said I was going to say a million, but I thought it could be. I was trying to hedge my bet a little bit there. If you'd said one point <clears throat> one, I probably would have gone under. Yeah, that's too close, right? Yeah, you know it's closest without going over. So. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I would. I don't know. That's too ballsy. Uh, <laughs> so speaking of which, this brings brings <laughs> something to mind. Balls. Speaking of balls. <laughs> Boogie nights. I was juggling um, two balls and a small. D- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that drop is so out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all? So, Boogie nights. I think we've. Uh, did you have something to say? Uh, touched yeah. on how Bill. I, I did have something to say. <laughs> okay, we're trying to help you out here. You guys, <laughs> in the previous podcast. Gave me a bunch of shit for being wrong about a lot of things. But in fact, I was not very wrong on any of them. (laughs) I was not very wrong on some of those things. (laughs) I was just regular wrong. Uh, No, Bill, when you said, oh, there's like 300 countries, the actual number of countries falls exactly in the range that I gave. What? Okay. You suck on that, Mr. Clown. My my point was more. I know your point. You, I know what your point is, but I was right. It doesn't matter if you were right. It's how you play the game. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought. No, no. That's the thing. I thought that the um, Super Bowl ad. I knew it was going to be at least a million dollars, but I still played it at nine hundred thousand. So if it was close, maybe Bill would go under. I I, I understand <clears throat> your point. Well, then you should is. take it. I was right. <laughs> well, but but Rick was also right. <laughs> and he was just as right as you by saying there were somewhere between one and a million countries. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Okay. I mean. I'm not saying. I'm you should have brought up some other point. <laughs> like, I was an asshole a lot on the last two episodes. That wasn't worried, the biggest moment. <laughs> No, I think what I think what we learned is it's hard to do a double episode when Bill comes in hot on the first one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then they're going to have two weeks of scary Bill. So buckle in for next week, <laughs> listeners, because we're doing another double. Okay, let's talk about this shit show of a movie. Ah, oh, don't call it that. It is though. How? Okay. Oh, here we go. No, no, no. Before I get kicked out of here. Mm-hmm. And go have myself some dinner. <laughs> Why don't you guys recap the the major plot points of this movie and what you like about it? Go ahead, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> sure. So it's Ryan's uh, turn to this, talk. It is Ryan's turn to talk. Uh, this movie is about a young man. Ryan just said that with a different affectation, so it didn't sound like the drop, so I couldn't argue that it's him. <laughs> <laughs> but keep going. It's Ryan's turn to it's, talk, Rick. It's always Ryan's turn to talk. It, it's oh. it's Ryan's turn to talk. That's how he said it. <laughs> anyway, we're ready. <laughs> so this story is about a young man 
who has a certain special gift, who finds his way into the porn industry in Los Angeles in the late 70s. And it basically tells the tale of his rise to stardom, his fall from fame, and his redemption. Uh, with uh, a lot of questionable scenes in between. Yeah, yeah really? <laughs> okay, maybe not redemption, but he... It's it's a rise to fame. He gets back fall, on the horse. Rise to fame, fall from grace, movie's over. <laughs> yeah. More or less. So, yes, it, it shows the pitfalls of your fame and etc. Yeah. Um, this movie is well acted in yes. lots of ways. Even even the bad acting that's acted by good actors on purpose. Like, Mark Wahlberg is terrible in this movie, but on purpose, right? Because you can tell because he's even more bad when he's filming <laughs> the movies, right? Like, he's right. bad acting, and then he's, like, worse acting when he's in his movies, which is like, nah, I get it, because he's kind of a weird dude. He's, he's very meta at bad acting. It's like acting bad Acting as a bad actor would act bad. Yeah, or like when he was singing his amazing song. Oh, God. Like Mark Wahlberg, can sing. he was a rapper. He, he could sing okay yeah. once in a while. He's, you know, a rock star. He's in rock star. He's just fine in that. Uh, it's, I don't know, this movie is so fun to watch. It's like, there's all kinds of, like, good stories. The whole movie is full of good stories, good writing. What are some of those, what are some of those good stories? Okay, so... You I, when I say good, I don't mean uh-huh. uh, nice and make you feel good and happy. I just mean that they're well written and well dialogued. I love such as I like Don Cheadle in this movie. I like his whole little arc. I do too. He's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, me too. Except we'll have to get to that because I have a question about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like Julie. I, I don't love Julianne Moore's story that much. It's okay, but it's it's a little like. Julianne Moore, I was just talking to my wife about this movie that like, I feel like she. And I mean, for those who haven't seen this movie, Julianne's more, more story is. Who? Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Julianne's? Julianne's more, you idiot. <laughs> Fuck like you yeah, and Julianne. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to come back next week and tell you how bad this was. <laughs> uh, uh, Julianne Moore's story is she was married. She has a kid. She gets addicted to drugs, arrested, and begins to star in pornography and loses custody of her kid and never gets to see him again. Sure. And so, therefore, as one of the older porn stars in Burt Reynolds' entourage, she takes the young porn stars under her wing as her surrogate children. Yeah, which I think is yeah. a fine part of this movie. I, I had a problem with Julianne Moore specifically, that mm-hmm. she seems to in real life too classy to play the part she was playing in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. When I look yeah. at her, when yeah. she's just, I'm like, mm, this isn't do it. Like Heather Graham t- totally, yeah. totally bought it. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Julianne Moore, I'm like, oh, I don't she know. Is roller girl. <laughs> yeah. But, but the problem is, do you think, so do you think she lives out her motherhood through the porn stars that, yeah, they say her as a mother. They say that all the time. Right. And she gets Heather Graham ridiculously high on cocaine. Yeah. And she fucks Mark Wahlberg all the time. Right. And these are her kids. Well, she also abandoned her last kid. Right. Who did a bunch of drugs and joining porn. No. Right. That's what I'm saying. None of these people are good people in this movie. There's Mm -hmm. not a lot of redeeming value in any of them. I like Burt Reynolds' story. I think he's fun. His, like, being this director and he's, like, you know, he wants to do something. You know, he wants to make a movie. That's appeals to a real movie. He He wants wants to make an actual film. Yeah. So I think what they're alluding to in that is he wants to make deep throat, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. because that's when did that come out? Like in the seventies? Well, it was about the same time as Watergate. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and that movie sold like just millions and millions of dollars in tickets and everyone went to it. People were going on dates to it, even though it's a porn, right? Right. Bill, do you know what Deep Throat is? I know in the context of Watergate who Deep no, Throat was. No, so there's a movie called Deep Throat that they made after that, and it was like a phenomenon in the world. Like, people were going to see this movie, and everyone just loved it. That's kind of what they're alluding to in this movie, is about that. That's what he's trying to make. And that's like, they're Diggler making these, like, action movies, you know, so... 
Um, it's fun to watch a guy try to be a director, but he has maybe not the skills to do it, but he has just enough to get popular and famous and find the right talent. And then, unfortunately, <laughs> his financier gets arrested for child pornography. Sure, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. My, my other favorite story arc probably is Luis Guzman. <laughs> when he gets kid his new club. He wants to club. be the Latin lover. Yeah, but then he gets a new club, and it's all good to go. I love it. Uh, the Rodrique, Rodriquez brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think Philip Seymour Hoffman's story arc is like, just, I think there's a lot of funny things about Philip Seymour Hoffman in this movie. I mean, obviously, he's like an amazing actor, and he did. There's so many things that I thought were funny in this movie about him. Like, not funny. I mean, the, like, I think we use terms, we talk about these people and say, oh, this is funny, but like, it's horrible. Or, you know, the, right. way, he, the way he's treated, right. but it's still good. Like, in this movie, I don't know if you probably weren't paying attention like I was. This is probably my fifth or sixth time seeing this movie, I would imagine. But this was the first time I noticed, like, there had to be seven different scenes when he was in there trying to like, like give Mark Wahlberg a high five or like touch him. And right. I, I was just like avoiding him, just like ducking and dodging and bobbing and weaving all the time from him. And it was just kind of a weird little nuanced thing that happened in so many scenes until the big lead up of what happened at that party. You know, mm-hmm. William H. Macy is good in everything. Oh, also, little his Bill, story, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. I thought, and I texted you guys like halfway through watching yeah. this movie. <laughs> I was like, William H. Macy's just going to lose it and murder everybody. <laughs> right. But then he only kills himself. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he shoots the, the couple, his wife and the guy having sex with her. I thought he just looked at them one last time and then killed himself. Yeah. They went out to the car no. and came back in and shot his, Shot himself, I think. Yeah, I don't think I he shot he his goes, wife. No. I don't think he shot his wife and the boy she was with. I'm pretty sure he goes in, points the gun in the room, bang, bang, walks out in front of everybody and blows his brains out. I watched it yesterday. I watched it today, but I did fast forward a little bit of it because I had to catch up for the podcast. <laughs> so I might have. I did watch him blow his own brains out, but I'll defer to Ryan on this one. I watched the whole movie in 1.5 speed while <laughs> I was working. So cool. <laughs> cool. As you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, NSFW, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not safe for work. A very hard <laughs> R. Uh, one thing I thought was funny, uh, watching this movie after we had all watched uh, Step Brothers, was John C. Riley doing the same character in Step Brothers as he was in this movie? Maybe. Okay. This, well, he was like... In the beginning, at least. The scene where <coughs> Will Ferrell sings and John C. Riley is saying that he has the voice of an angel in the bedroom mm-hmm. in Step Brothers yeah. 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 had to have come from this scene <laughs> with Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> recording. And he's yeah. telling him how great he is and how good he sings. Uh, do you remember? So I always like to think of, Bill, have you ever seen Talladega Nights? Yes. So do you remember the scene when Will Ferrell is in the hospital in a coma and... He go his no. buddy goes in to talk to him and he's like, I just have to tell you something. Back a few years ago, I needed some money and I posed for Playboy magazine. And I went by the name of Mike Honcho and I had to spread my butt <laughs> apart and everything. That's the thing. And I was like, this is like fan fiction of that. I feel yeah. like his name should have been Mike Honcho in this movie. <laughs> Mike Honcho. Because that's a great name. Like Mike Honcho and Dirk Diggler. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. But John C. Riley is such isn't it weird? how good John C. Reilly is as a super funny comedic actor and a really good actor. He really, yeah, he can play both pretty well. Yeah. Um, did you guys see Holmes and Watson? No, no. <laughs> okay. It's not good. <laughs> right. That's why I didn't see it, but it has some really funny parts and John C. Reilly is like, that's one of those movies where you just see him being absurd and you're like, this guy has a ton of range yeah. because he is really good at a lot of stuff, Yeah, you know? Well, you forget too, when you see him back in the nineties showing up and stuff, and he's just like a good character actor, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you guys remember in the 1997, must've been 97, 98, whatever video music awards or the MTV movie awards when Mark Wahlberg's prosthetic penis was in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I don't remember it, that. It had a little top hat on, and it was all blurred out underneath. <laughs> but they're like, "Hey, here it's here," because that was like the star of the show, right? Okay. When you assigned <clears throat> this movie last week, you were like, "There's one scene in this movie that I hate that really like 
drives me crazy. Was that the scene at the very end? Is that what we're talking about when they like when he pulls out his prosthetic penis? No, why would I care about that? Well, I don't know. What's no. the scene that you hate? The scene that I hate, and I don't hate it for like any reason except I've been in you situations like this. It makes like you this. feel weird. Yeah. yeah. It's the scene when they go to rob that guy's house. Mm, and okay. and the when they're in that firecrackers. When they're in that den and that guy is like playing music and that guy's lighting off firecrackers and I'm just okay. like, and let, I'll <laughs> just tell you one thing. That scene is crazy on 1.5 speed because the firecrackers are just like, bang, 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 bang. Yeah, right. Well, and so I think, I think you actually ruined the experience of that scene by having it 1.5 speed. I'm because, sure I did. Yeah. I'm sure I ruined the experience of the whole movie, but yeah. I didn't want the experience of the whole movie. Right. I watched the first 15 minutes normal speed, and then once I got the subject matter, I was like, I just want to get through this because, like, I understand what you're saying, but for me... It's it's like what you said. Every person in this movie is horrible. All the storylines are horrible. They're they're very depressing. They're tragic stories of every character in this movie. Um, but they're real. Sort of. They're not real in in our world or anyone you know. No, you don't you you sure. don't know or interact with anyone who that's their story. Sure, sure. But I mean, so if- right. And so I don't I don't need to see these stories told, I guess, to know that that's real, to have pity on those people. And like, there's, there's plenty of other things that I can spend my time. Like I will never watch this movie again. I would never recommend this movie to anyone else to watch because there's just, there's so many other movies that are, I feel a better use of my time that are more uplifting or that have more to say, or that have something meaningful to them. Okay. Well, so going back to that scene, in that house. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a situation that you just want to be out of? Oh You're- yeah. Yeah. No. Remember the last time you and I tried to sell baby powder to a guy that <laughs> thought it was cocaine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. But okay. I guess bill, I, no, I, I understand. Have, I do understand what you're saying. I don't have to ask this question cause I know the answer, but like, have you've never, probably never been in like a weird drug dealer's house before. And, no. and they, they're, they are like, not the most put together person in the world, no matter what you were there for. I've been in those situations. I was, I was in a town. Can I, what were you there for? I, I, you know, because I, I, I had some friends. Uh, I've just been in those situations, right? I've okay. been, I've been in a house. I've had friends too, where I've like stayed over that. I'm like, I don't want to stay here. Like this doesn't seem, this is not a safe space. This is not the tree house right. of trust. This is where I need to be gone as soon as I can, I'm going to sleep with two eyes open and there's one way to do that. And this house probably has that here. I don't know, but no, like I, I just, that whole scene just makes my skin crawl of just like, I, I want them to leave here and I want to leave here. No matter what the reason you're here is just leave. I don't care if you're mm-hmm. a grown up, if you're just, I don't want to be in this house in any way. Right. You, so, can, you can tell that something bad is going to happen yeah, almost immediately. Yeah. You just feel it. It's palpable. And yeah. I, I hate that. It's like, um, have you guys seen Patch Adams? Yes. Yeah. yeah when that guy comes over. Well, no, when that girl goes over to his house. Yeah. When she gets the, killed. The, yeah. Spoiler exactly. alert. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. it's that exact same situation, right? Right. Where as soon as she walks into the house, you're like, this guy is not stable. Yeah. Things are not good with him. And this is a bad situation. Right. And I have nothing. I have no protection for my well-being in this right. situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So no, that's but, what that, that's what that scene reminds me. Of. Yeah. And that scene in this movie, if you were watching it and you were invested in it, it's, it's done pretty well. It's pretty horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it is. Well, the fireworks are a perfect device for that. Yeah. They're like they're just going off at random and they're really loud. Yeah. In the mix, like in the movie, it's loud. Yeah. Yes. So it's just, very disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, as, um, I, as I've gotten older, I'm not a, I'm not a claustrophobic person, but when I watch people in claustrophobic oh, situations, I thought, I thought for sure he was going to say per se, and I was ready to take a drink. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I don't have claustrophobia, but when I watch it in movies, sometimes I feel my breathing change sometimes in movies mm. anymore mm. as I've gotten older. And this is also the kind of scene that just makes you be like, it harkens back to a feeling you used to have that you don't like to have. 
Are we going to have to put Harkin on the list too, Rick? <laughs> I mean, how many times have I said it? This time? <laughs> I mean, just saying. <laughs> Sounds like a word you're going to start using a lot. I might. Yeah. I might harken back to it once in a while. <laughs> uh, so, Bill, you didn't you didn't like it even at one and a half speed. Um, no. Wait how, wait, how much speed were you on? <laughs> one and a half times the normal amount. <laughs> okay, wait. I, so, uh, <laughs> wait. Hang on. Before we get it further, we just talked about Buck. Uh, Don Cheadle's character was my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. Bill, get off your phone. Yep. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> um, you know how I said I don't understand money? Yep. Mm. How much does a donut cost today? <laughs> no, no. Okay, so no. Here's, here's something... I thought uh, exactly. I knew we were going to have the conversation about you not understanding money today. Okay. Because I went into this movie not knowing what it was about. Right. Right. And I don't know the first time you saw this movie, if you'd already seen enough previews or knew what it was about going in. Okay. But, but I watched this movie having no idea what it was about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I finally figured out what this movie was going to be about was about 12 minutes in when Mark Wahlberg is talking to Burt Reynolds and they're sitting in this booth and he's like, you, you got to have a whole bunch of guys just to do the lights and you got to do this, you got to do that. And before you know it, you've spent $30,000 on a film. And I'm going, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of movie only costs $30,000? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I was like, either I'm Rick and I have no idea what money was yeah. in the 70s or... This isn't the film I'm thinking of. Right. It's pornography. <laughs> but but going back to the donuts shop, a donut if you go to a donut shop right now and buy one apple fritter, how much does an apple fritter cost? Like a dollar like, fifty. Sure. Yeah. So it does less don- than two bucks. In a, in a donut shop. If you go to like a Fred Meyer or a Safeway, price seventy five cents. Okay. Yeah. Donut donut shop, you buy a dozen donuts. Let's say it's a fancy donut shop. You're looking at six to twelve dollars. Let, let's say $20, maybe 25 nah. at, at, at a Voodoo Donuts or something. Something real. Yeah, maybe, or like legendary maybe, or yeah, something. Frost, yeah. Okay, so let's say $25 a dozen. This is a 1984 donut shop. So how much does a donut cost in the 1980s? Yeah. Got to be 10 I mean, cents. It's be like, how are yeah. they just piling money out of a safe and out of a cash register? <laughs> $100 bills sticking out of the bag enough to start his own business from <laughs> yeah. one robbery. Like, what is happening in this movie? I also, like, the scene I would have liked to see Uh is him getting back in the car with his pregnant wife covered in blood blood. and brains. Right. Right. That part they just skip over. Well, that would have been the... That would have been the Quentin Tarantino cut yeah. where right. had him get in right. the car with blood all over him. I do like that it, it turned um, into Buck's super cool audio store. Or yeah. it wasn't even Buck's saying I think he changed it to something else too, I right? Think, I think yeah. my favorite scene in the movie was the bank scene. You know what I mean? Where he's trying to get the loan. Yeah. Mm, and did that yeah. guy look like the guy that's on that show? He like, oh, Shark Tank? Yeah. yeah. I was like, Mr. Wonderful? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally thought that. And for that reason, I'm out I'm of this stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I like your business idea. <laughs> you seem to have a good personality, but you worked in pornography <laughs> and our bank can't be associated with you. And for those reasons, I'm out. I, I am out. <laughs> but Mark Cuban is in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's all in. I like it. I want 30%. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I think, I think we could pretty much wrapped it up. I think we covered a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think about taking a break? Yeah, I could go for a sausage, and then we can come back and put this thing on the clamometer. <laughs> Did you have one when you were watching this movie? <laughs> a schmoke and a pancake. <laughs> Do you have a dick? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. We'll okay. see you after the break. Be back in a bit. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back. We're back. (laughs) We're back. 
Bill is getting more aggressive. Ooh, it's going to get fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think there's only one thing left to do. I think so, and we all know what that is. We should probably get to the clamometer. Oh, yeah. Did we decide if we're talking over this? I think we're going to keep it. We unique just New shorter. York. Unique <laughs> New York. Let's make this whole thing the drop. Just <laughs> a bunch of shit cut together. I guess there is evidence that I, I don't know why the clamometer the sounds like drop. Right. drop. That's your idea. Come on. <laughs> this whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah. Kilometer and, uh, I mean, clamometer and homework. I said kilometer. The end is good. It is. Sure is. Yeah, it's just going to be edited better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it uh, could. So, I've gotten a lot better at editing since then. I guess it was like a year ago. I guess I was way off, and Ryan was probably also pretty far off on this one. Mm. Do you remember your score, Ryan? It was uh, low. Yeah. Didn't we? Didn't we both make the same argument? But went in opposite opposite directions. Yep, opposite. Was that opposite? Yeah, we went we went uppers and directions. <laughs> uppers, uppers and downers. I said sixty three, and Ryan said there's no way. No, I know. And Ryan said thirty five. <laughs> I thought he at I least appreciate. I can't believe you thought I put it up there as a sixty three <clears throat> because I said that I know the subject matter is not for you, but it's undeniable right. this movie is well made, well acted. It has a plot. It has a story. It may not be for you, but you have Ooh, to just a, appreciate the movie. There's a drop that describes this perfectly. <laughs> you just played. The polished turd is still a turd. <laughs> yep, that's the one. Well, oh, anyway, man. so I know I thought I thought one time I'd give you some credit, but I guess not. Nope, nope. Should not have given me credit on this one. This was not not a movie that that I. It, this have movie been, felt like someone wanted to make a porn but didn't want it to be porn. And so they're like, oh, it's about porn, but oh, it isn't porn. Like, like Burt Reynolds in this movie. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Paul Thomas Dean Anderson, Richard, whatever his name is. He just, I'm getting him and MacGyver mixed up, I think. But um, yeah, you are. Right? What's his name? Paul Thomas Anderson. Yes. That's who yes. directed it. And Richard yeah. Dean Anderson played MacGyver. Yep. Okay. Yes. Oh, have you ever seen MacGruber? No. <laughs> okay. MacGruber. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen Fargo, Bill? Yes. Do you like Fargo? I do. You do? I, well, I remember liking it. Okay. Because that movie is like bleak. I haven't seen it in a long time. I I like most of the Coen Brother movies I've seen with a few very strong hatred exceptions. And most of those movies are bleak and the characters are like horrible and a lot of bad things happen. It's, it's the same. It's just different subject matter between Boogie Nights and Fargo. They're putting people in wood chippers, and everybody's dying, and they're all bad people the whole time. But you like is, it. Is, is uh, what's-her-face? Frances McDormand? Yeah, she's not bad. Okay, but either, I mean, so there's one person in it that's, so you needed one good person in this movie, and it would have been better? I think so, yeah. I think I is, needed one story of redemption or one bright light in the darkness you know Don, what i mean don Cheadle got his business I was, yeah i was gonna say he's bad in this when he takes the money does that soil it for you i mean i don't know maybe but i didn't like it i didn't like the movie okay so what was the score? i didn't want to watch it and if i didn't have to watch it for the podcast i would never finish this movie what was the score i give it a 22.5 Ooh, i was pretty close Ah, it's better than Gone so, with the Wind. <laughs> right, right. And, I mean, this one is problematic. It has pornography, child pornography, abuse of women, violence, you know, a lot of issues that it glorifies in uh, some way. I don't think it glorifies it. doesn't it. glorify child pornography. No, yeah, that guy no. gets a shit kicked out of him the whole time, and he loses all his friends, and he's gone. Right, right. I, I'm not saying it glorifies all of those things and in every situation, but... In what? Who are you going to show this movie to? And someone's going to be like, "I want to be like that character in this movie." Right, but but my question is why? Why do you need to show this movie to like? There's nothing in this movie that you're like, you've got to see this. You can see good acting in other movies. You can see great stories in other movies. You can see all of these people in other movies. Like, there's nothing about this movie that is like. This is a standout performance or standout story or is so good it has to be seen. I, I think that when you compare it to some movies in the 90s, 
you could say maybe it was. You hadn't seen a bunch of Philip Seymour Hoffman and William H. Macy doing their thing, and they were mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't work for me. All right. Well, as we say in this podcast, agree to disagree. <laughs> agree to disagree. Yeah. I don't think I agree to disagree. <laughs> um, all right. Well, what should we watch next week? Something else that Bill's going to dislike. Well, like. you know what's weird? What's weird is that, like, for the first, I don't know, 20 or so episode of this podcast, it was like, Bill only likes things that are new and not things that are old. And lately, I've been liking the old stuff and not liking the newer stuff. Well, and last week we talked about how you seem to be in love with Faye Dunaway. And I, <laughs> I do seem to be in love with Faye Dunaway. I, What's she doing these days? I, I, she's hanging out. I hearkened back to my childhood and yeah. remember watching uh, Bonnie and Clyde. I haven't seen the movie in 30 years, probably. Mm-hmm. But uh, why don't we try and watch that? She's in it. Yeah, okay. I've never seen it. I'll, I'm, I'm down. Bill, what do you think it's about? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I know the story of Bonnie and Clyde, that they were like notorious bank robbers in the old times. Okay. The old times? What, yeah, what like times? probably, I don't know, probably like the 20s. That's what I would guess. Okay. Like okay. when gangsters okay. were gangsters and people dressed up to commit bank robberies. Okay. Got it. All right. That's enough. Go. We'll, we'll talk about you when you're gone. Get out of here. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Brian. Um, what do you think? So you said you haven't seen the movie, well, so you can't go give any. Well, I know. I know who's in it. The Faye Dunaway. Um, Warren Beatty. And our old friend. Uh, what's his face from that one movie? You know who I'm talking about. Gene Hackman. Yep. That guy. <laughs> From that one movie Gene Hackman was in. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, the movie we watched. Well, let's, you know what? Let's cut to the chase then. Um, I think that Bill won't like this movie because I think it kind of, the story is there, but it's not, you know, it's not slow. It, it's kind of the jumps in and goes, go, go, go kind of mm-hmm. movie. Uh, from mm-hmm. what I remember. And I don't think the pacing is going to be right for him, but I think that, he just has this Faye Dunaway thing, and I think it's going to be for him, maybe. Her weird acting. Her weird acting. Do you got, well, a, you got, um, a, you got a number? You just want to guess one out of the hat? Oh, yeah, let's throw a number out there. Uh, I'll do uh, I'll do uh, 47. I did 57. That's weird. Hey, weird. All right, let's bring him back in. Let's just get this thing rolling. Let's go watch the movie. Yeah. So we can do our next episode. Let's do it. Let's do it. Bill... I have a pocket. He said, get off of his phone when we're podcasting. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Okay, we're here. We did we're it. We're here and we're done with that movie. Gonna watch Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Gonna watch Bonnie and Clyde. Rootin', tootin', guns a shootin'. <laughs> All right. I think that brings our podcast to an end. I'd really like to thank everyone for listening this week. Um, Please check. Uh, make sure to check out our socials. Uh, we're on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. Um, you can email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail dot com. Uh, we'd really like to thank White Only and the Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. And that's all for me. It's been fun, guys. Do you have anything you'd like to add? No, <laughs> me neither. Of course not. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 Yeah.